it's tough, but it's like a lot of people go through it. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about the raw realities of life I think today. so, yeah. Well, life and death. Yeah. It's true. <sighs> something we have to think about, something we have to plan about, and something we have to deal with. Right. Welcome to the Just Listed Podcast. I'm Amy Fox, along with Joanna Viesda from Real Estate by Joe & Company here in Alexandria. Hey, Joe. Hey, how's it going? Well, it's been better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I thought we should talk today. I mean, we usually have a really fun time on the podcast, but, you know, what's the point of the podcast? It's really to help people in a lot of different situations right. if they're selling or buying you know, there's a lot of different facets to real estate, as you know. And all of a sudden, um, my family is going through something we didn't expect. Mm-hmm. And that is that my father-in-law passed away. And even though he was not in great health, it was still unexpected. Right. And for years, he and my mother-in-law talked about selling their place. They are out uh, a little bit in the country. They have five acres big, long gravel driveway, and it was his pride and joy to take care of that place. Mm -hmm. But as he aged and had health issues, more and more family had to kind of step in and help occasionally. Um, And my my mother-in-law, Barb, now is left and she can't take care of it. Mm -hmm. She has no capacity to do that. And there is family around, but it's really tough to take that on when you have your own home to take care of, you know? So she already knows she wants to put the place up for sale, but it's just like a lot, a lot right now. Right. I don't even know where she should start. Have you run across this scenario? Yes. Yes, I have. So it is a tough thing. And then relying on family is another thing. Like, you know, even if you have a big family or you have a couple kids, People don't live close to their parents a lot of times anymore. And even if they do, they have busy lives. So Mm -hmm. it's not really a reality to think that your kids can come blow your snow every morning. Right. And fix the faucet because it's leaking and just little things. And and even like painting, you know, or touching up trim work or a storm comes through. I mean, just things that is normal home ownership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so um, where we start with people is... It, it it is such an individual thing, right? Yep, yep. So I have people who choose to wait. They're like, I'm not doing anything for a year. And my aunt did that. I helped her go through that. She doesn't have any kids. So I was there for her. And she's like, I want to take a year. I'm like, okay. And then once that time came, she was ready. And it was like, what do I do with all my stuff? And you can do an auction. You can start selling on online at the swap and shops or you can start to donate it so get the house cleared out go through stuff and then start talking to a realtor and getting a price and getting a timeline you know obviously we sell faster right and that's a situation where you want to sell quickly mm-hmm. right she, she she does yeah. and i mean she has a place to stay whether the house sells or not she's okay. going to um in the interim move in with her eldest daughter um, and that's great. That's a great scenario. Everybody's good with it. And then she's close to people. But, you know, great like, in theory, in theory. <laughs> right. But and I mean, I mean nothing... that gives her time to think about, you know, things aside from the house. Where does she want to live long term? Right. Where does she want to be? Does it is it an apartment? Is it a townhome? Yeah. Is it assisted living? Is it a. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the um, elderly apartments where you have independent living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Those are other decisions, but I mean, I just look around their home that they've been in for over 40 years. I can't remember exactly. Where do you and start? <laughs> there's so much. And mm-hmm. I was like, 
I get overwhelmed just decluttering my house and I've been in it for two years. And when you have four over 40 years of life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So there's some conversations I would say she needs to have or somebody has to have in the family. It's like, okay, is this what you want to do for sure? And if she says yes, then the first thing to do is to go through the home and have all have a day or weekend that the kids come and extended mm-hmm. family come and it's like we're going to go through it and she needs to decide what she wants kids and grandkids and family to take as heirlooms like yeah if she says all doors are open take whatever you want or if she's like i only want to set out things in the garage and you know mm-hmm. she needs to decide that way because getting rid of stuff that way first is the best then mm-hmm. family feels and then the next thing is to have a mover move everything into the garage and do a garage sale do an auction and then whatever doesn't sell you donate yeah or donate it all and then get the house essentially emptied or just slightly staged so when you talked about um you know you can't ask necessarily family to come do all the fixing and whatever you know, in a house that's been lived in for a long time and well-loved, there are things that need to be repaired. So if you are looking at your list before you put it up for sale and there, you want it to be quick, right? what would be the most important things to get fixed up? Oh, my gosh. You know, I'm so glad you're having this conversation because the market has shifted. And, you know, if somebody tells you otherwise, they're they're not being truthful to you because it has shifted um properties that are premium are selling quickly with multiple offers yet otherwise the rest of it's kind of sitting and taking its time it doesn't mean it's not selling but what i have noticed personally digging in the trenches being out there selling and by helping people buy um is paint colors and, and flooring are huge for buyers paint colors no wallpaper or if it's wallpaper it better be trendy wallpaper but old wallpaper you know, and you mm-hmm. can get that off real easy with water or steamer, and then the house should flow with paint colors. Okay. And then flooring. I mean, if you can peel up flooring or old carpet and lay new carpet quick, because that's actually something that can go down quick. I mean, people get overwhelmed with that, but it's like, wow. Or floating locked together flooring, things like that really help it sell quickly. If mm-hmm. those are just not in her like wheelhouse, and that sometimes is the thing, then it's just get it decluttered and it is what it is. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, that's good to know. I just know that there's, you know, just in her specific case, it's like little repairs that I think people will take care of. Like you mentioned a faucet. There's a faucet not working there, this and that. So I would just disclose that and mm-hmm. and leave it as okay. is. I mean, if you want to, if you want to hire a plumber and have them fix the faucet, yeah, good idea. But if it's an old faucet, I mean, you got to have... You got to have that um, kind of look at it in an analytical mind going, is it worth repairing this faucet or is it better to replace it? Because those kind of upgrades help. But if it's a new faucet on an old vanity, it's like, okay, did that help? Or did you just, are you better off saying, yeah, we're just going to, yeah, we're going to sell it. might update it anyway mm-hmm. to their own taste. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's a lot that goes into it. Yeah. Um. So have you seen anything that helps so that there's <laughs> there's less tension in a family uh, <laughs> have less you have a kids. magic <laughs> you have a magic formula for you know before there's a death you know ideally it'd be laid out of this is what i want to happen but that's not always the case so then you're yeah. just like oh my gosh how do two how do so many personalities come together oh gosh that can agree and just 
be peaceful. Um, <laughs> I have two suggestions. One is to the parents and to or to older people. And even younger people, it's always best to get those things in line. I mean, mm-hmm. none of us want to think about it. It's morbid. I have to think about it myself. Mm-hmm. But get those things in line that says, I have an executor of this state. I have a transfer on death deed, whatever it is, and get it taken care of because it's it's the reality of life. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter how young or old you are. It happens. Like, right. And it, it can it, Yeah. And so the reality is you have to bite that bullet and be prepared. And if you're not prepared, it falls on the kids or it falls on your nieces and nephews or whoever, whatever heir ends up taking it over, it ends up falling on them. And how to release that tension the best, my honest opinion, my honest piece of advice is to hire a realtor. Mm-hmm. and let them help with the decisions and make the decisions. So I, that is something we do all the time. I don't know if somebody put me on a list, but it's like I'm always working with adult children and helping them um, move parents to assisted living or it's a death or whatever, but I'm on that list somehow or mm-hmm. somewhere or people have just said, and I help a lot and I help because I'm I come from a big family. There's nine children in my family. And so I've under I understand the value of communication. And that's what needs to happen is an outside person needs to come in, group the conversation and say, okay, here's what we need to get done. First of all, here's what the property's worth, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the time frame to sell. Here's if you sell and you want to do X, Y, and Z, it'll help itself faster if you do X, Y, and Z and and Q double, you know, whatever extra things, it'll sell faster and sell for more. Mm-hmm. And it kind of you kind of got to do the a la carte. What do you want to do? And what don't you want to do? If you want to just leave it as is and not do anything, then it's going to sell at X price, and it might take X time. You know, just get mm-hmm. them in. And lots of times, a good realtor also should come with resources. Should say, okay, this is the local moving company. I know here we have Becky um, Becky Strand that does Smooth Move and she moves people all the time mm. from their home to assisted living. And so she could come in and help your mom on an individual basis if she was around here. or in, And right. maybe Becky would even travel there. She's great. And she sits down and she goes through stuff and she pa- packs it up and she writes, this is donate, this is save, this is donate, this is family. And your mom could even go through that or your mother-in-law mm-hmm. and have boxes of what she wants the family to go through. And then she can store it and do it later. Maybe she's not ready to do that now, right. but it's just a process of getting the house ready. And that's just it. You know, everybody's in a different place and in, in their readiness of mm-hmm. you just would hate to see because, you know, you, you hear it all the time. There's all kinds of dynamics in families, but you would hate right. to see um, so much tension that there's lingering bad feelings for right. a long time or even worse, if something were to go to court or, you know, that would just be horrific. And I would just feel so bad for my mother-in-law because she's like overwhelmed as it is. So right. I think you you hit the nail on the head because obviously that's what you do. But just getting somebody that is not a relative yeah, in the room party. with all of the mm-hmm. party because what I'm seeing in our in, in our case is that um, my mother-in-law is getting so upset yeah. at the thought of anybody else being upset. And like her mind is just swimming with all the things that Emotions. she has to, oh, I need a death certificate for this and I need to do this and just lining up all these details uh-huh. that need to be done. And on top of the fact that she's thinking about selling the property right you know so that's a whole other bottle of wax besides just 
losing someone services. Right. Even the stuff. It's like, oh, my gosh. And then, you know, I I said, I hope she has a financial advisor because then when you sell the house. What do you do with what it? Does, where does the money go that's going to be best for her tax wise or whatever? Well, yeah. at least I don't know. Does she have an accountant that she can start I with? I think so. So, and I don't know her price point because that's something else she has to consider is where does she have a gain? Is she going to have a gain? Because she might not. It's two fifty for an individual and it's 500000 for a couple. And I don't know the situation if he's passed and if it's a married joint property, it still might be under that 500000 in gain. Okay. And it's a gain. And I'm talking, you know, I'm, I'm talking on the edge of where I should be because I'm not an accountant. So sure. That's where you got to ask those questions because there there is forgiveness. And so really she can essentially sell and and just put the money in a savings until she makes a decision. You know, she can sure. rent, she can do whatever and she can hold on to the money for a bit. Okay. Okay. That's good to know. And I do mm-hmm. believe that they have someone, but I just, I just watch someone and grief does so much to people. You know, it affects everybody differently. Everybody's in a stressed out state of mind Mm -hmm. and i'm like okay everybody just needs to just relax a little bit and not make snap decisions and be like gentle with each other and they can't Uh they can't because grief is a crazy thing Mm -hmm. and it is it's so wild it's a wild thing and uh yeah i mean it's just the first of us to lose a parent so it's like it's it's, it's a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's terrible. Oh, I mean, there's no yeah. way. There's no way getting around yeah. it. It is terrible. Yeah. So it's just, it's just hard because you're just like sitting in your sadness, but then you're like, okay. What do we there do? There are actually things that we got to just suck it up and get done. Let's do it the smartest way mm-hmm. and the easiest way for everybody. Right. And my advice, I have a couple pieces of advice. One, parents, if you don't want your children to fight, which I don't think any parent does. I know my mom and my dad don't. They hate they it. They would hate it. They hate it. Then you need to set up an executor or two of the state prior to passing. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this is my other little tip. It's not necessarily your oldest and it's not necessarily your youngest that are the best people to do that. Right. And it sometimes can be. I'm not saying it can't, but I see a lot of dynamics. It's not necessarily the oldest. I can. And it's not necessarily one of your children. Like my grandma yeah, passed earlier this year that. and her executor actually was her cousin. Yep. She was really close to her cousin and she didn't want any of her children pitted against each other. Yep. You nailed it. I was just going to say that next. And so I've seen it where there's other professionals in town that were executors of people's estates. And I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was genius. If yeah. you truly don't want your kids, because there's going to be emotions, there's going to be things like that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. And it's hard when emotions are tied to something that's really a transactional thing, like selling a home. Yep. Um, but there are, there's just, I mean, all of these kids grew up in this place and mm-hmm. there's so many memories tied to it. You got to get somebody outside of that, that can see it without having, you know, those associations. Cause you, uh, you get biased, mm-hmm. you know, to, well, I mean, this shouldn't happen because we did this here and yep. I don't know. Yep. So maybe Phew. she needs to get multiple um, third parties in, you know, I mean, maybe. really start talking to the accountant. Okay. Talk to a realtor, get a value. And the realtor should come with you some moving advice or somebody that can help start the, the decluttering moving process mm-hmm. and, and all of those things. And it doesn't mean that you can't have somebody helping move and pack. 
and still have the family there to get what they want to get too. Because mm-hmm. I know that those people are really valuable in that situation too. Is like she wants to get rid of these things because sometimes family members will push boundaries. Like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, I wanted that dresser and your mo- mother-in-law might be going, I'm not ready to get rid of that dresser. Right. And she'll, you know, she'll feel the need that she has to. Okay, well, you can have it. And it's like, no. Yeah. These are the, de- and they were decisions that she was able to make, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. With somebody who was non-biased, was neutral. Yeah. It's, it's, it, that gets really ugly too. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't, when my when my grandma passed away, I didn't care about any material things all that much, but I noticed that oh, some yeah. things had been removed quickly from the home kind of slyly mm-hmm. while she was in hospice care. And I was like, yeah, wow. Yeah. OK. I didn't care about that, but really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I've seen nuts. that a few times more than I'd like to admit in my career. And it's like, really? Mm-hmm. Like, ugh. That saying, like, do you want to let them get cold first? You know, it's like, wow. Yeah, it's, wow. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a wild ride. But, um, yeah, the real estate piece, that's so stressful anyway for so many people. Mm-hmm. That's why you do this podcast and why you do what you do to help people through it. And then when you go to the most stressful time in their life when they lost a loved one mm-hmm. and then they have to do this. Oh, my gosh. Well, Thanks for what you do. I can't believe that you can do that. <laughs> I love like, doing it for other people. I feel yeah. like it is. I have a lot of compassion. I have a big family, so I totally get it. The bigger their family is, it's like, great. I got it. I mm-hmm. did one that had, thir- she had 13 kids and they all had spouses. Whew. It was like, well, a couple had actually passed. So I was like, oh, less spouses. Okay. This <laughs> makes it easier. But it was like the biggest transaction I had. And it was this tiny little house. I didn't make very much money, but it was such a fun transaction to get and just get a hold of it and then help them all the way through it and they're like the one lady's like I can't even believe you did all this work for that little bit and I said yeah it's just part of what we do I mean I yeah it it just is what it is but I'm so used to having those big dynamics that I'm like all right I got this yeah this is what we want to do and so my advice to her is and you guys is I would have a few people or the family go down and interview realtors Pick out yeah. three or four realtors. They actually three, have one couple. that they've talked to a couple of years ago. And then um, my father-in-law was not right. interested in selling. And so he said, absolutely not. But so they have had that. Okay. So they, that's good. They have that relationship then. Um, but I just, I, I have been saying, I feel like my mother-in-law and this realtor and or a financial advisor, whether it's all the same meeting or whatever. But then I said, I feel like then all the kids, no spouses, no anybody else to just sit around and be part of that conversation because I don't think she can handle all of it, you know? Right. Is that and, smart or not? Yeah, I do. I think okay. that that's Because there's five of them. I think it should be a couple couple meetings. I mean, I'd go have the accountant come and all the kids listen and take notes and, you know, offer their mm-hmm. input. And then have another conversation with the realtor and say, so you know the money side of it first. And then, okay, so what's the direction we need to head with the realtor Mm -hmm. and the process? Yeah. And then the realtor could say, okay, this is what you need to do to prepare for sale, or maybe you don't need to do anything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think the great thing, um, you know, when you get past the hard things, when you have a bigger family, I mean, I know you come from one, is a lot of times the kids kind of fulfill a role naturally. Yeah. This one's good at this. This one's good at that. Mm -hmm. So um, I believe it's their oldest son is the executor, but- they're already making decisions that I think are wise that everybody's all about. Like, okay. hey, let's take these vehicles 
trade them in, get her something brand new, all wheel drive, and it will be all paid for so she doesn't have a bill. But again, you want to go through all the things and just make sure is that what should happen? Is that right. what she wants? And all that stuff. So I don't know. It's just a lot. <laughs> it's it a is a lot. lot. You know, you just I was there last Friday and I was like, oh my goodness. I just. One bite at a time. Exactly. How do you eat an elephant? One, One bite, bite at a time. <laughs> and, you know, and it's not a bad thing to make some lists. Yeah. And everybody make lists. And it's like, okay, how do we conquer and divide? You know, divide and conquer by. And getting those lists of like, I think this is important. I think that's important. And kind of collaborating. Well, by talking to a third party, you can say, well, these are what I think need to happen. And then one of the siblings might have a totally different thought and direction. And by using that professional, that third party, they can say, well, you know, I think these things and those things, we're going to put them together and do those. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea. So, again, you might it might not be the first thing you think of if you experience of death and are in the situation, but getting a realtor is number one if well, you have a property to sell. Right. I mean, just Num get an outside opinion. Right. It's not, it's, I mean, it's number one, but it's one of the three people you should be talking to the attorney, the accountant, and a realtor. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, if people want to get a hold of you, Joe, where are they going? Um, online, as always, realestatebyjoe.com. And you can visit us downtown by Big Oli in Alexandria or in Glenwood. And we love to sell faster, hardworking Minnesota farm girl. To be your best every day, you need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the sleep number bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples, temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.